I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Brooko Mode. In this episode, we're going to explore how to make new friends. But firstly, did you know that less than 10% of my listeners have rated the show? It takes only about five seconds, but it does me a huge benefit. So if you can, I would really appreciate rating the show five stars. Now let's get into it. So it's going to be a little two-part process in this episode. We're going to start with reframing some limiting beliefs you know, go into the thought patterns of people which prevent them from being able to make new friends. And then we're going to go into my three-step process for making friends, which I sort of call the three C's of connection. So let's start with reframing some limiting beliefs. Actually, to touch on first, I think it's I think it's important to know like why we have friends and why they're so important because I think sometimes people are like, oh, I can do it myself. You know, I've been in that mindset where before I'm like, oh, I've got a, like, I've got a few good mates, like that'll be okay. But I think until we truly get a variety of high quality friendships and start to make these really authentic friendships, I think it's, you don't actually really appreciate how important it is. And I've made a lot of new friends over the last six months, especially over this podcasting journey. And it's really highlighted to me how sort of different the friendship dynamic is between like your childhood friends versus your friends that you make when you're pursuing your passions and interests that aren't always going to be aligned with your childhood friends. Humans, we're just such ultra social animals. Like all our lives are involved in relationships, whether it's our jobs, our sport, our families, everything's about relationships and being able to connect with other human beings. So I think learning to make new friends isn't only going to benefit that, but it's going to benefit and transfer to all these other areas of our life. And I've definitely noticed that within my own experiences, being able to learn to communicate with friends has helped with so many other areas and vice versa. You can practice how to communicate with other people and it will transfer to making friends. Now, for me, I love the authentic friendships that I've made in the last six months because it really helps my self-growth journey. I'm really pursuing a passion with this space that I'm in and just connecting and making new friendships in this space and developing friendships has been really powerful. And because for me, like 
a lot of my childhood friends as such aren't fully passionate into the area and that's okay. It doesn't mean I don't want to be friends with them just because I have a passion, but they don't fully get it and that's okay and I still have conversations with them. But having someone who's on that same page, making content, it's really opened my eyes to how powerful these fully, or I wouldn't even say authentic, but more just like when you connect with very, very like-minded people, how powerful that is. It just inspires me because I'm able to get ideas off them. I'm able to give them ideas and teach them a few things. And really, it fosters and ins- and inspires me to keep going. Um, and I think a lot of friendships nowadays do lack depth. Like, that's sort of the difference between friends and mates. You know, a lot of friendships, like, if you don't know much about your friend's story and, and what they've been through and why they are the person they are like to me that lacks depth like if you can't call on your friends for important reasons like who are you calling at 3am in in an emergency is it going to be that friend that you have real depth and connection with because you've fostered this friendship or is it going to be a mate that you drink beers with a couple times now that doesn't mean that you can't have both but I think there is a distinction between friends and mates you know a especially prevalent in Australian society where there's a lot of mates and friends and hang out with these people, but do we truly understand them? Do they truly understand us? Do they know what we've been through? Do they know why we are the people we are? Now, I have some friends in, in this bigger group and I don't fully know all of their stories. And, and then I, for some of them, I start to talk to them more, get to know some of their stories. And it really makes me feel like I'm connecting way more to them and I'm, and the friendship just feels way deeper and it feels like it almost feels like it, it's easier to be myself and it's easier for them to be themselves when you know more about each other and this is very obvious but how many of our friendships lack depth nowadays so i think it's an important point to talk about because it's not just about making new friends but it's also about nurturing the friendships that we already have but that will be a future episode A review of 38 studies found that adult friendships, especially high-quality ones, provide social support and companionship which significantly predict well-being and protect against issues such as depression and anxiety. Now, these sort of persist across the lifespan. So if you are insulated with great high-quality friendships, it's going to set your life up very well because you're going to be protected from all these sort of mental health issues that really where you go insular and you go within yourself and you're anxious. If you have people you can connect with, talk to, do things with, like you can really help regulate your emotions and your life and talk through things with these people. So I think it's really important to have people you can go to. And I think that's, again, the difference between a friend and a mate. Like, can you call on these people? Can you ring them up? Can you say, oh, look, I'm going through this? And it's not a burden to them and they don't feel like... obligated like it's just part of your friendship dynamic that you're consistently interchanging with each other's lives like you're connecting talking about what you're going through giving perspectives learning and growing that's how I see my friendships and that might not be exactly how you see your friendships but we'll get to that later in the episode I have this quote from Aristotle long time ago this guy obviously (laughs) but he says no one would choose to live without friends even if he had all other goods So we can have as many material possessions as we want. We can have the biggest house. We can have the best cars. But if we don't have high-quality friendships, 
we're missing something from life because we are all about connections as humans. And that's something I've definitely noticed. I think a lot of people who go into the self-development world, it can become very individualistic. It can be like, oh, I'm going to... Almost that hustle mentality of like, I'm going to grind the gym. I'm going to pursue my side business project and almost neglect some ver- neglect relationships. But to me, relationships are at the foundation of good mental health. Um, it just sets you up so well. You could ha- your life could be falling apart, but if you have the right people around you, it can be such an easier fall than if you've, you fall a little bit, but you have no one to catch you. The thing I've definitely noticed with these friendships, when I'm going through like these almost not doubts, but sort of like fluctuations and plateaus in growth and I stuck for creativity and being able to bounce off like-minded people has really helped me. So that's why I see the importance of having people and even in sport, having people to talk about training and stuff like that. It's really allowed me to keep going down the path I'm going down and hone in on certain things to for improvement and, and connection. And I guess it's it's just, you don't need to overcomplicate it. How good does it feel to have a genuine conversation with someone, connect with a friend, know that you've got someone to call on, you've got someone to talk about things, you've got someone to do activities with. It's, I think everyone knows listening who's had one friend at least has knows how important it is and I think the reason you might be listening to this episode is you want to make more friends, you want to make new friends. You've got friends but you maybe don't align with them anymore or you just see all these people with these high quality friendships and you're like, oh, I want that and you can have that. This, and you're the only one stopping yourself from having that. So keep listening. We're going to get all into that. So I'm going to go through some limiting beliefs now before we go into my little three-step process. And one of the important ones is friends need to be the same sex. Now, I think a lot of people think like if they're a guy, they can only be friends with guys and girls, they can only be friends with girls. But I think for some people, there's a lot of relationship, so friendship dynamics that are better off with the opposite sex just because of how they naturally are. And I just think if you connect with another human being, you connect with another human being. And that's what Sian, one of my good, this is actually the perfect time, one of my good girl mates that I've um, developed this friendship recently, she sort of told me like, I think we get all, it's such a, I think we've been conditioned into society and I've definitely been conditioned into society. And it's through not just social media, but men especially are bad for this because men high viewers of porn growing up and it conditions their brain to think that you know to sexualize women and that platonic friendships are non-existent and vice versa I think even girls who are conditioned into thinking that that's all people are after it becomes if you're someone who's watched a lot of porn or you're someone who watches a lot of social media or even movies I think movies are bad for this it's very distrustful and very sexual and if you if you're constantly consuming information is very hyper sexualized it becomes the way you see the world and you think that people's agendas are always that like that and to be honest I've been like that growing up like I used to think like because I went to an all guys school I didn't have many girl mates and the girls that I talked to were ones that I'll you know trying to pursue to see if I wanted to date them or um and develop sort of a a relationship whereas that's why I think it was important that's why I did I appreciate going to a old guy school because now I realized you know my mindset was so wrong but it doesn't help with some of the things that I was doing 
that was making me think that way. I, I was conditioning and all the aforementioned things that I said, I was doing them. And it was making me believe that, you know, girls, this is what they're for. And you're a young, fragile brain developing. You're not going to know any better. So I think you've just got to dispel that myth. Friends need to be the same sex. There's Platonic friendships are incredible. And you can learn so much more from the perspective of women. The amount of things I've learned from my girl mates over the last six months that have helped me with my relationship and helped me further develop friendships with more women has been incredible. And you get so much more perspective and insights because, to be honest, they think differently. Men and women do think differently and they are very different. So I think it's important to have a good mix. But if you just want to be friends with guys or you want to be friends with girls, that is okay. But don't feel like you can't be friends with the opposite sex because of some hypersexualization that goes on within society. Another important myth to dispel is that friendships need to be instantaneous. Now, I definitely over the last six months have found a lot of friends and have connected straight away. But you do also need to lower your expectations because I don't think you should force friendships because a lot of them do take investment. But I also think you should feel at ease with these friends. It shouldn't have to be some sort of performance like where you, it's called self-presentation in psychology where you're almost adjusting who you are to mold, to mold you're molding yourself to fit the expectation that they might have. And if you're both doing that, are you, you're not really being authentic. You're not developing a friendship where you're being yourselves and that's the whole purpose of authentic friendships. You can be yourself. Like, I don't want, I've, I've said this a lot to people recently. Like, you're not my friend if I can't be myself around you. Like, if I have to try and be someone else. Obviously, there's going to be different situations where if it's a business relationship, you might have to or adjust your manners and the words you use a little bit. But you should still be yourself. It's just slightly changed to fit. You know, I have my childhood friends. We use a lot of vocabulary and words and words like inside jokes almost that we use and that's fine but I'm still being myself within that it's when you're not being yourself that I think it becomes a problem and it can really take a toll it can be very emotionally draining to try and always constantly be someone for someone else you're not a friend if you can't be yourself another important one is friends need to be lifelong now friends can be lifelong and there's so many friendships that I'm going to have that I hope that I have for the rest of my life but not all friendships are going to be lifelong. You're going to have people come into your life, go out of your life, and you're going to learn great things. You're going to have great memories. You might see them in 20 years and talk about things, whether it's in sport or community groups. But I think a lot of people don't get into friendships because they feel like there's a pressure to be friends with people for the rest of their life. And they, I've definitely been this before because I'm like, oh, my God, I like my friends. I've got like six or seven like high-quality friends. What's the point of making more friendships. So I think you need to take the pressure off yourself to think that you're going to always be friends. I've had people come into my life from high school that I was really good mates with. We're not friends anymore. We might not rekindle. But for my high school period, they were really close friends and I genuinely appreciated their friendship. It helped me get through. We did things together. It was incredible. But they're probably not going to be lifelong friends. I think we almost, a lot of us, it almost becomes a barrier to entry. We're scared. We're like, oh my God, like, or this is what I believe. I think a lot of people are scared because they're starting off with nothing. They don't have any sort of connection with with people. And then they're like, oh my God, this has to be, it almost becomes like, oh my God, I've got to create this incredible friendship that's going to last for life. It comes back to lowering the expectations. Like they might not be friends for life. They, You might, so my mom went down south 
and started has made a few connections with people neighbors now that's a friendship right and that wouldn't have happened if she didn't go down south so it can be very contextual and situational if she moved back up for example that friendship might drift off but it's still a friendship that serves a time and a purpose that's it doesn't mean it's sort of force but it's still an authentic connection and a lot of friendships can be it's called um proximity effect like where people close to you you're more likely to make a friendship and that's important one of my good friends recently jack that we've really developed a friendship in the last couple months because we're so we live so close to each other so if you're close to people like for example when i go to football four times a week and developing these new friendships i'm seeing the same people over and over so I'm more likely to make friends with these people. So that definitely comes into it. But let's say I stop playing footy, I might not be friends with those people or they might just, a lot of them are probably just going to be quote unquote mates. Like are they, you know what I mean? So there is that distinction. But yeah, let's move on to the next one. Acquaintances. So I think a lot of us have, they're called weak tie interactions. So for me, I'll give you an example. So I go to Bunnings probably three times a week as part of a part-time job I have. And there's this one lady who works there, or there's a couple, but I speak to her every time. We've sort of developed this like acquaintance, like this almost friendship based on circumstances. And we just talk every time about a few things, like how's your brother, how's this, how's that. And that's a weak tie interaction. That's a connection with another human being that isn't, there isn't like some friendship. We're not going to go out and do things, but it's very situational. It might happen at a footy club. It might happen at a, a workplace. It might happen at a gym. No, these are weak tie interactions. And there's so many studies that have shown that the people who have more of these are happier than those who don't. So I think it's important to understand that friendships are important, but also sometimes just connecting with other human beings in the tiniest of ways can have huge benefits for your mental health. Another one that sort of links on to friends need to be lifelong is you need to hold on to friendships. Now, I think you don't because there's so... Okay, here's a question. How many of you have one really, really, really special person in your life right now, friendship, that you didn't have one or two years ago? And you never knew this person existed, but now you have this incredible, special friendship. Now, I have a lot of close friends now that I wasn't really friends with a year ago, and some of them I didn't even know who they were. So I think life, people can come in and out of your life so quickly and you need to understand that an amazing, incredible best friend or high quality friendship could be just around the corner. That If that gives you hope, then that gives you hope. And I think that's saying that you should, should latch onto because there are so many people like that. And also <laughs> letting go of people. You need to know when you've moved on, you've outgrown people and you need to know when to let go. And it comes back to the expectation thing. You don't, not every friend needs to be lifelong. If, if you're not, if they're not the people for you anymore, that's okay. There probably is going to be a future episode on maybe how to get over this process because it's not easy, but because you can fall back into old patterns. But I think you need to understand that learning to let go of friendships is hard, but so necessary if you have changed who you are fundamentally because you might not be able to be yourself anymore. And I think another important point is to have quality over quantity with friendships. I think if you listen to an episode like how to make new friends, we might get obsessed with, oh my God, I want to make all these connections, all these new friends, but you might have two or three friends in your life and that's still incredible. 
Now I've I've two female uh, two female friends, Sian and Tay, and they have this incredible friendship, and they both have lots of other friends. But if they only had each other, they would still be in a lot better space than just someone who had three or four or five or even ten like these really surface level friendships. So I think once again, depth is incredible. It's all about the quality. Like I'd rather have three very, very high quality friends than 20 like average surface level friendships. So I think that's really important. But if you can get both, geez, that's that's when it becomes incredible. But you've also got to understand that it takes commitment and time. So you've got to balance it. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, I have a really good mate from high school and I see him once every month, once every two months. And it just goes back to that dynamic every time. We're going to be lifelong friends, but it's not going to take all that commitment. I think early stages in a friendship, it sort of needs that. So you've got to understand where you are where you are at in your life and how much time you have to develop friendships. It might only be you make, in a couple of months, you might make two more friends and you develop that. I think we get really caught up in the moment. Like, I need to make so many friends. Um, it's not saying I've thought about heaps, but I don't. if you're thinking that, you don't need to put pressure on yourself and you lower the expectations quality over quantity and I think another important point is be the friend like I think a lot of us are like oh my god I want to make new friends almost like someone coming into our life like giving things to us but I think it's important to understand that you've got to give too. like you've got to be the friend that can be supportive inspirational help them do things with them plan things make priorities make sacrifices for that friendship a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson is the only way to have a friend is to be one. So I think a lot of us look ex- like externally, we're like, oh my God, I want someone. But like be someone for someone else first and that can be a very special friendship. Another important point is like who who do you actually want in a friend? And it's saying we'll get a bit into in the three-step process, but who do you actually want in a friend? Like for me, I want friends that back me in. I want friends that inspire me, take me on this path that I'm on and, and keep me accountable. Don't find friends who comfort you when you say you're working hard. Find friends who say you're capable enough to keep going. So I think a lot of us surround ourselves with these, you're doing great friends, and they're good because they support us, but a lot of the time we're not actually doing great and we're not even trying that hard and they support us and who knows if they're even being genuine or they just, they're just saying that. I don't know, but I want friends who believe in me, that believe that I can do great things and I've shown them and I can put steps towards that process. I want I want me and my friends to inspire each other. I don't want us to be telling how good we are, drinking beers and not actually achieving anything. I want to, uh, my friendships to be based on growth and connection. So you've got to understand what friendships do you want in your life and that will be sort of a guiding and an, a bit of an anchor to the way you look at making new friends. But we'll explore a bit more of that in the three C's of connection. So I'm sure you're probably thinking, this is great, like I understand this, all this stuff, but I have so much social anxiety and this is an important point. I've saved it a bit for here because it's a massive one and I wanted to just get the smaller ones out of the way. Now, overcoming social anxiety, it's like, oh, I'm just so scared. Like I think about what others think of me and I get anxious I find it difficult to figure out what I need to do in order to start a friendship. I feel embarrassed. I'm suspicious. Like, I don't even trust people to have the right intentions with me. A lot of us fear rejection. We fear judgment. Like, once if I try and be friends with this person, they just ghost me. It's so understandable because friendships are a bit like relationships. Very, 
there's a lot of overlap. There is rejection element. Like if you want to start pursuing a friendship with someone, it's like, do, are they even going to like me? But the questions I ask myself is if you're being yourself and they reject you, are they really worth it anyways? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're probably not the right people for each other, and that is okay. But I think the hard thing is putting yourself out there to receive rejection. It's almost called this cynicism blanket, they call it, where... We become cynical of other people. We think people's intentions are bad because it protects us against disappointment. We might say, oh, friendships are stupid. Oh, this person is this. Oh, that person's thinking that. We think almost the worst in others because then we don't have to put ourselves out there to be hurt. When you put yourself out there to make friends and you be courageous to make friendships and get out of your comfort zone, you might get hurt. You might not make friends. You might lose friends. You know, life isn't so pretty, but it's only when you expose yourself to those things, you expose yourself to the risk that you can fully embrace the rewards of true, genuine, authentic friendships, the joy and love that you can have with other people. How many friends have I had recently because I've been able to go out of my comfort zone or take a leap of faith or let's do this, let's catch up for a coffee, go for a walk. These things become really easy to me now because it's within my comfort zone. But for a lot of people, it's scary. Like, oh, like I, I know these things, Egan, but they still scare me. Like I still, I'm still going to think what these people are thinking of me. Like it's, it's, it's very hard to outthink a feeling problem because this is a feeling problem. You're feeling scared. You're feeling like judged and you can't outthink it. You're not just going to think, oh, who cares? The only way to do it is to is to do it in spite of the feelings. Understand that you might be with this person and you still might be feeling like they're judging you, but you still have to do it anyway. That is the only way to build confidence within yourself that you can make friends and that you don't need to have the perfect conditions to start. I think a lot of us wait like, I'm going to be fully confident in myself. I'm going to be the best person. I'm going to be in this incredible person. Everyone's going to want to be friends with me. But I think that's sort of a catch-22 because I think friendships allow you to be your best version of yourself. They really help you follow your passions. And for me, I've grown so much from the friendships that I've had. But if I didn't have that friendship, would I be the person I am? Probably not. So I think you can't wait. You should be going on these sort of growth journeys together. That's what life is. Life is constant change. Change with these people. Grow with these people. This quote that I like from 
I think it's Marcus Aubrey, is the persona is incapable of receiving love. It can only receive praise. So the persona is this almost facade that we put on. So like I said before, if we're putting on this performance to be friends with someone, like if we're trying to act in a certain way so that people will approve of us and that I want to be friends with us, yeah, that's great. You might develop a friendship. But that act you've put on, that facade, that persona, that's never going to receive love because that's not you. That's some. That's your ego talking. That's your ego trying to be someone so it can... It's Your ego is just trying to protect you. Your ego doesn't want to get hurt because your ego is trying to change who you are so that these people are going to like you. Your ego is only trying to be your friend here, but your ego is actually hurting you because it's not going to allow you to feel true love. The, it, the persona can only receive praise, like validation, like, oh my God, you're incredible. Like You do all these wonderful things, but... You might be telling all these friends, like, oh, I do this, I go to the gym, I go to that. And they're like, oh, my God, like, you're incredible. And you started this friendship off or you started talking to this person and they're saying all these things about you. You're receiving praise, so it's validating you, like, oh, my God, I'm so special. This person likes me. But are you going to talk about all the fears you have, like all the insecurities you're trying to overcome, all the – that doesn't mean you have to dump stuff on people straight away. I think it's important to learn to trust people, but – you should be like, okay, I'm going on this journey. Yeah, it's been, like, it's been challenging. You don't have to go into full detail, but if you can't at least give people an indication of where you're at, you're lying and you're trying to co- cover the true you off because it's scary. It is scary to put yourself out there and I've been there and I'm sure a lot of people, they find it easier just to have the same friends and not put themselves out there and find new people because it's the easier option. But I think you'll be... <sighs> You're not going to feel love and true joy and connection if you don't put yourself out there and you just keep those same friends because they might not even be the right friends for you. And the more friends you get, the more perspective you get. That's what I've learned so much from my sort of making new friends in the last six or so months is how much different the dynamics can be with friends and how important it is to have that balance. Okay, this is a friend I go to the gym with. This is a friend I catch up for a coffee and we sort of talk self-growth and philosophy. It's... you know what I mean? Like you might go to a friend and walk, go for a walk and a coffee. You might have a friend where you talk about books, a sporting friend. Who knows? Just you can have friends for different reasons, as I mentioned before. A quote I like from Chris Williamson is, between honesty within the group and acceptability within the group, most people choose the latter. So basically he means we would rather be accepted than have honest conversations about who we are because coming to friendship, we... What we crave is this connection, but what does connection need? Connection needs acceptance, right? So we'd rather be accepted with a group we really don't belong to versus, okay, honest conversation. Maybe we aren't the right friends for each other. Okay, now this is scary. I have to find new friends. But what was my quote that I always gone about from Brene Brown? The opposite of belonging is fitting in. If you're forcing these friendships just to, you know, just to be accepted, you're fitting in. You're molding yourself for this. It's a performance. You know, you're not going to feel true connection with other people. It's not going to, it's not going to fill your cup up. So I think you've just got to understand that you've got to pursue genuine, true, authentic friendships. And that's, it's easier said than done. So we're going to go into how to do this. A quick point to go into before we go into the three C's of connection, because I want to keep this episode under forty-five minutes, is low self-esteem. I don't have the confidence to make new friends. Similar to what I said before, confidence comes from action a lot of the time you can do things without you can do things with with the without the feeling of being confident like i've done it so many times 
you just latch on to hope. That's what I have. Latch on to this vision like, okay, this friendship's going to happen or this friendship's going to happen or what have you got to lose anyway? That, that's another good point. Like what's the worst that can happen? Seriously, you didn't even have the friend to begin with. It's important to understand that. I think what's the worst that can happen? This person doesn't like us and they say something about us. That says everything about them and nothing about you. But if you don't have the courage to put yourself out there, you're not going to feel love and joy and friendship because you aren't surrounding yourself with the right people. Confidence comes from doing it, proving to yourself how easy it is. Once you start making friends, you'll believe so strongly in how easy it is. It's saying I can attest to, but I also empathize because I've been there. So let's dig into the three C's of connection. The three C's of human connection, of how to make new friends. Step one is clarity. So I think it's important to understand that who do we want to surround ourselves with? What are the values of these people? If we have no idea who we want to surround ourselves with, how are we ever going to find the right people? So for me, I think, okay, I want people who are motivational, inspiring, in the self-development world, want to get the best out of themselves. As simple as that. They want to get the best out of themselves, whether that's with their gym, with their eating, with within the content creation space. I love that. But I do also have room for my childhood friends and stuff like that that I still, you know, we have so many memories and it's such a great friendship that has been nurtured over a long period of time. But if I was going to make new friends now, I'm thinking, okay, I really want them to be compatible with the person I want to be and the person I'm becoming. Because or else, what's the point? You're literally being friends with someone just to force it. And we've talked about why that's just so unnecessary and ultimately deserving to yourself. Um, so I think, think about what activities you'll be doing. You want to make friends, what are you going to be doing with, this, with these people? Are you going to be walking along the coast? Are you going to be going to the gym? Are you going to be reading books? Are you going to be texting ideas? Have, just have some sort of idea like you're going to be going to the beach, you're going to be going to these community clubs, are you going to be go out drinking alcohol, whatever it is, you just got to understand like what I want to be spending my time with these people doing. You might not have the full picture yet because a lot of the time you develop friendships and then you start doing these things, but even think values. What values do I want these friends to uphold? Do I want them to be honest, loyal, um, funny, uh, motivated, whatever sort of values you want. I think sur- because you end up being a product of the people you surround yourself with. That's undeniable, proven not only in the psychology research, but also just in my personal experience and from everyone around me. It's so evident. The people you hang around become so ingrained in who you are. So if you surround yourself with the right people, you're going to get the most out of yourself and them and your life. So I think it's just important to have clarity. So the first step of making friends, clarity. Where am I now? Where do I want to go? And the second step, which is very linked, obviously, is concentration. Where would the highest concentration of like-minded people be? Where are you going to find these people? So let's say I want to find motivated, inspirational people who want to get the most out of themselves. Where could these people be? Would they be at morning swim clubs? Would they be on social media? I've made heaps of connections just by the social media space because it's it's very transparent in the self-growth world, like, who's creating content and is trying to get the most out of themselves. So let's say whether it's you want to go to a run club, a book club, a sporting club, look for social media groups. Just ask yourself simply, where would these people be? Like if I'm going to make a friend, I need it. You need the opportunity to make the friendship, right? So where are these people going to be so that you can actually have that initial meeting and that initial encounter so that you can develop this friendship? You can't just snap your fingers 
because you know who someone is and they're going to rock up. Get clarity in who you want a friend to be or what you're going to do with them and then think where would they be most concentrated and that's the most important second step. And another little side note is networking. So if you've got like-minded friends already, you've got one friend that you really like and you're really like-minded and you know that they're friends with someone, maybe ask if you can all catch up. As saying Jack and I have been doing, we've been catching up him and myself and then one other person and we just develop these sort of like this triangle, this network and you might not develop these huge friendships but you're making this connection with another person and if it's the right friendship and it's the right timing, you might develop it and that might be a friendship that becomes very close to you but that's why networking is important because very like-minded people. So don't be afraid to ask your friends to introduce you to people although that can be very scary. That's why it's important we go into step three, probably the most important step And if you can't master this step, the first 35 minutes of the podcast, probably irrelevant. Step three, courage. We need to overcome our limiting beliefs. We need to put ourselves out there. It takes courage to go out of your comfort zone and have all this fear of being rejected or not liked or to be yourself. It's hard. It can be hard. I've been there. I've been in situations where, yeah, you're looking to make a connection with someone else, right? And it's so easy to fall into the trap of trying to be someone else and not be... It, it can be hard to be yourself because it, it can overwhelm you. Like it can be like if you don't have the friendships, friendships are really helpful to inspire you to be yourself. Like when I hang around Jack, it allows me to be myself. And when you go out in public together, it allows me to be yourself. But if I, if you weren't with that friend at that time, would you be acting differently? So I think it's, it actually can be really hard to be yourself if you don't have the friend there. So you, it takes so much courage. But you don't, like I said, you've got low expectations. You don't have to do it all in one day, one week, in a couple months. You just have to consistently be thinking, I want to keep growing as a person. I want to be someone who can make friends. I, as long as you have that drive to want to make friends and connect, that's so important. You just need to almost make yourself aware that how important friendships are, how many people are out there that can be so incredible for you and your life. And just be willing to put yourself out there. Now, it's so much easier said than done. You have to shackle, unshackle yourself from all these limiting beliefs. But like I said, it's, it's confidence, I think. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. You get confident in doing it. But it just starts with courage. You have to be... It takes vulnerability. All these, as Louis Phillips calls them, these are big buzzwords like go, that go around. But I think it's important that you still do it. It's so easy to be like, oh, it takes courage and then just not do it. You just have to do it. It's a, it's a feeling problem. I think you don't need to overthink it. You just need to, you just need to take that leap of faith and okay, whether you want to go to a morning swim club, you go with another friend so that you can, it's easier to help meet other people. Just do something. Just don't sit around moping that, oh, I've got no friends. Like I understand where you're coming from. I totally get it. Okay. It would, it's, not having friends is so it's such a it's way harder to live the life you want without having friends we all want human connection but i'm not going to sit sti- oh, sit here. i'm not going to sit here and hear you complain for hours sorry days and weeks saying oh i can't find anyone how hard have you really tried have you gone to these places it's the easiest three-step process you'll ever come across. Clarity. Who do you want to be? What sort of friend do you want to be? 
where you're going to find the friend, concentration, high, where you're going to find these people basically. And then step three, courage. So it's simply what friend do you want, where you're going to find them, and then number step three is it's on you. It's on you to go out of your comfort zone and be the person to take the first step. I think that's all that really there is to talk about in this episode. I think I think we can overcomplicate it, but I think a lot of us have have high quality friendships or at least a couple. But don't be scared to make new friends. Friends are incredible. They serve your life in so many ways. They might be situational, they might they're not going to last some of them might not last for a lifetime, but they really might help you in your work and your job and your sport. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there, but just remember you have to be yourself because or else it's just it's just a trap. You know, I mean, you get trapped into trying to be someone for someone else and then in the long run, it's just going to come crashing down on you because you're not actually like-minded. So I think that's it. But the other important point is to finish on is maintenance. Like, it's great to make a friend and you might make one connection at, a, say, a cold, a cold nips or something like that, a swim club. You might meet this person, but you've got to keep it going. Like, friendships do take investment, sacrifices, time, commitment. You know, you've got to actually be willing to put the time into it to develop it. it just like anything, it's not just going to happen overnight. Friendships are the same, especially high-quality, high-depth ones where you start talking about important things to you and your life. Like, it does take time. It does take courage and vulnerability, like, to be yourself and having hard conversations with people. Like, oh, my God, are they going to judge me now? Like, but if you, the longer you put off those conversations, like, the longer you're putting off the friendship that you could have. That's a great quote, actually. The longer you put off the conversations, the longer you put off the friendship that you could have. Imagine how great that friendship could be if you just had that conversation about where you're at with your headspace, where you've been, what you went through and why you're there and what you want your life to look like. They might be thinking, holy shit, I went through this, this, this. We're, we're so like-minded. Because most of the time, you're going to be like-minded and you're going to have something in common with someone. You've got to build friendships around your common your, your similarities. There's always going to be differences. You don't like this music. You don't like that. You don't like going out in this place. You don't like... Friendships are about putting attention to the things that you have in common. Like I have friends that, to be honest, I wouldn't do certain things with. Doesn't mean we don't have a very high quality friendship. Not every friend has to serve every single purpose. Comes back to the expectation thing. Lower your expectations. Understand that friends can be for specific purposes. And then you'll start to realize how incredible it is to have friendships with a good variety on the same path. <sighs> just to summarize, like just a bit of a spiel to finish, but I think friendship, because I've, I'm still young and my opinion on friendship is going to change over time. And this basically is just a guide from what I've seen in my life and what I've seen from other people. And I think it's just important to understand that life is life is short, but life's also quite long. You know, it goes quickly. And because things just life life's one of those things where It'll flash by if you don't enjoy it and surround yourself with the right people. Life is this incredible roller coaster, it's this incredible journey that we're going on. 
And all of these successful people I see that they talk about, they often say like, it's not like, it's not what you achieve. It's not even how you achieve it. It's who you achieve it with. Who is on your table? Who's in your corner? All these people who are rich and proclaimed, they all still talk about the importance of their partner or the friendships that they have. So you can do and and achieve everything in the world. And but just like back to Aristotle at the start, you can have everything material-wise, but if you don't have that friendship or that connection with other people, it's not going to be a, f- a truly fulfilled life because as humans, that's what we're craving. That is what we're craving. Don't run away from it. It's easy to say like, oh, it's not that important. I've got these friends. But it, I think if all of us can make new friends and it's something we can all do. So just be willing, be courageous, put yourself out there. And yeah, three C's of connection. Go back and listen to that period again if you think it's important. Clarity, concentration, courage. I hope you can take something away from this and implement it into your life. I'm excited to see if this helps in any way or you make any new friends because you've tried something new. So yeah, that wraps up that episode. And yeah, I really appreciate appreciate all of you for listening and I'm still very early into the solo podcast and so many things I want to improve on but it's just like friendship lower your expectations keep putting the time in it's like anything in life really seriously just keep putting time and keep being willing it's just when you're scared to give it a go that you're not going to improve this solo podcast I know it's going to be that much better in one year but it's not going to happen if I don't do this episode if I don't do the episode last week if I don't do next week's episode the week after same as friendship. You don't give yourself those opportunities to find people, develop the friendship. It's not going to happen and you're not going to realise how incredible it could be or how incredible your life could be with what you bring yourself. You know what I mean? You Just sorry, to finish this, I had this really important point. Like this quote in someone's bio that I liked is be the energy you want to attract. So if you can be that high, high vibrating frequency, that really positive energetic person, if you can embody that, you start to attract these people. So I think it is really important to to be – so when we talk about clarity and, like, who who do you want to hang around with, like, if you're being that person, like, when you meet like-minded people, they're going to attra- be attracted to you because they see in you what they want, want to get out of themselves. That's why you're attracted to each other and you have that friendship because you're very like-minded. So that's why it's really important to be authentic because if you're trying to be someone else, are you really going to attract the people you want because you're not even being that person? So – it's an important point to finish on. But I really appreciate it. And if you want more from me, I've got a weekly newsletter. comes out every Friday. It's got a couple ideas from me. I think all week I think of these new ideas and I explain them in a simple way with a bit of psychology and my own understanding and my own life. I give one really good quote, a 1% tip that you can bring to your life. It's often a mindset shift or some sort of health-based lifestyle thing. And then I give a little summary of the two podcasts. I would really appreciate it if you subscribed and we can build that sort of further relationship together. Um, I actually really value the newsletter. I really put a lot of time into it, um, writing that, and I, I love it. It's been a good way to reflect and almost capture a point in time. And I guarantee if you read them each week, probably take five minutes, but you'll learn something. You'll learn something you can try, and I'm, I can't wait to see how all of these insights are implemented into your life. Once again, 45 minutes. 
Um, yeah. I'd, actually, I'm pretty bad at wrapping up episodes. I just keep dragging it on. But thank you again. I really appreciate appreciate it. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode, which is on Friday. So see you then, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.